What's up, world? Hey, y'all. <laughs> this is Jason from JK Blades from the Hustle and Grind podcast. We are here in the studio today with Bubba. Eat your heart out, B-Cone. I'm back. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> That's what I'm talking How about. How y'all doing? Man, it's been a fun week, crazy week, stressful week. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. Oh, man, it has. Still recovering a little bit from the Blade Show. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like, okay, so everything I've been posting on the Instagram has been pictures of me and people from the Blade Show. I got like two more guys. Two, that's it? And then, I'm, then I'll move on. But Bro, they, you did better than me. I didn't take no pictures at Blade Show. I didn't either. Katie took all of them and oh had to send God. them to me. I, me and the wife, I think we took one picture afterwards when we went to the Ren Fest. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't take any pictures. I, we were just too involved. With yeah. I didn't even pull my phone going, out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate that we didn't get a picture of the four of us together. We should have, yeah, yeah. but we didn't, especially on the first day when we wore all our clothes and matching shirts and our hustling grinds and yeah, looking all pretty. We were cute. Yeah. That was fun, though, man. Um, I'm actually getting back down in the shop some this week, finally. Oh, good, good. Finally had a few minutes. I got a couple of knives ground out, and heat treated yesterday. Heat treat went real good. That K-Blade was looking pretty sharp, I seen. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the that's the thing now. I heard trend. you and Cone talking about it. Yeah, he he's pretty steadily making those. Really, and um, I usually don't do anything less than eight inches when it comes to a chef's knife. Yeah, I can't do nothing less than. Eight I inches. mean, I'm just used to handling eight inches. So. Yeah, well, it's genetics, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just that smaller little blade. It it still looks cool. Yeah, it looks you know? neat. I don't, you know, I heard y'all talking about it. I don't know what the advantage or real advantage if. Y'all were talking about the way it comes up or whatever. I don't, I don't know. He was being a lot smarter than me when yeah. it came to that. Yeah, I was listening to it today, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. My goal when I build a knife is to have it comfortable in the hand. Yeah. And make sure it moves in the right direction on a mm-hmm. cutting board. Ergonomic. And looks cool. Looks neat. And stays sharp as shit. Damn right. That's the goal. So all that chef talk, you know, that's. Yeah, that's that above your head. for me. Yeah, I don't blame you. And I was cutting something last. I can't remember what I was cutting. Was it hot dogs? No, it wasn't hot dogs. wasn't cabbage. Damn. Um, but normally I go for just, you know, the same knife in my kitchen all the time. Yeah. But that knife, I don't know if it was dirty or, or what. Um, I do have some of my knives in the kitchen, but honestly I don't use them a ton unless I've got a lot of cutting to do. Mm-hmm. If I'm just cutting something real quick, I just grab a, you know, store-bought knife. But I found myself needing a longer blade. Really? For whatever it was I was cutting. And the knife I grabbed, I measured it, and it was six inches. And that's a longer blade. That's a shorter blade. Okay. So I held it, and I looked at it, and as far as, you know, like your standard kitchen block set, okay, I don't have a chef's knife in that block, so I don't know what it would normally be. But this is, I guess, the one under that. All right. And it looks like a good-sized knife, but I was just needing more blade. Gotcha. And I can't for the life of me remember what I was cutting, but it don't re- really don't matter. Well, now you're going to have to get yourself one of them nine-inch knives in the kitchen and use it randomly. I know it, man. See if it makes a difference, how it feels. I don't think I need a nine. I don't know. I mean, eight's a lot of meat. It's a lot of, yeah, it does the job, though. It gets it done. <laughs> it does. I'll, still, make one, try one. Hell, make me one. I'll play with it. Oh, go. speaking of which, I uh, should have some scales coming. We can make one for the wife. You got scales coming? Yeah. What'd you do? Uh, I was talking to old Sharky in the pit. Right. And uh, he was talking to he was talking to Kyle. He was, uh, he was talking to Kyle Daly. And they were joking around about these pink scales stuff that he's got that he's been wanting to make. But everybody he's talked to about them wasn't interested. So you're talking to Kyle and Kyle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, Sharky. He was like, dude. And he starts talking about them. The wife looks at me and kind of hits me a little bit. I said, bro, make them, I'll buy them. He goes, what? I said, dude, my my wife loves pink. You get them, I'll take them to my brother, and we'll make a chef's knife or something out of them. There we go. So I'm waiting to hear back from him. So if you're listening, bro, I'm waiting on you. Yeah, he's. I've talked to him a few times this week. He's going to be on the podcast. Yeah, he told me he wanted to be on. I was like, man, let's get it together. Yeah, this dude is so cool. He's got the schedule time off of his helicopter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I'll be on your podcast, but i got to schedule some time away from my helicopter. Yeah, I mean, how much cooler do you get? You Not know what much. I mean? In his purple jacket. Did you, hear, did you tell you the story about the purple jacket? He did, kind of. I was, forgot some of the story. It was kind of a joke. Yeah, someone told him to wear a tuxedo or something, and he came up with that. And he found that and said, if you buy it, I'll wear it. Okay. And somebody bought it, so wow. he wore it. And then it just one thing led to another, and it just kind of became that. Right. It was the thing, you know what I mean? That's like his, his calling card, his yeah 
mantra, I guess. I don't know what you want to call you it. You can't miss it. Yeah, you damn sure can't miss <laughs> it. You want to know where he's at? Shiny purple. Yeah. It's it, cool as shit, though. It was, really it, nice. it was pretty neat. Yeah, Soft. Yeah, it was very nice. Like, it was well made. I thought it was some, like, what do you call that? Uh, costume shit? No. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, I've seen it on the pictures, and it looks like the, um, my little girl calls it the flippy stuff. Yeah. Where it's like the sequins, sequins? but you rub it one way, and it changes yeah. colors the other I love way. those shirts, man. My little girl's got pillows and shit made out you of that. You know, I got three little girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's everywhere. It's, I love it, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, when he gets those made and sent to me, we'll do an eight-inch K-tip for the wife. Eight-inch K-tip. I don't know. That sounds like, you know, I don't know shit about none of that, but it sounds like the thing. <laughs> we want eight inches. Right. You know, she always does. But And then we want the K-tip because that's the fad. Or would you call it the trend? The trend. Yeah. yeah. So, we're going to get you to make her one. We'll do it. We'll definitely do it. That way she can either make me a sandwich or stab me. Either way, you know, it'll be a good day. Yeah. It'll get used one way or the other. It'll get used. So uh, yesterday, I put a picture on the internet of me cutting out some plate for you. Yeah. And we've already had questions. What the hell are you guys doing? Yeah, that's right. What what the hell are you doing? So I don't have a legit clicker press. I've got, it's not even the Harbor Freight hydraulic press. It's not the the Harbor Freight pull-down press. I don't know what it is, but my buddy Lawrence Woods, old Woody, gave me this press thing, I don't know, a year ago. And I've used it a few times, but I never really messed with it. And the only clicker dies I've had were smaller. So this contract I got coming up, they mailed me a bigger clicker die. And the press I've got is one solid, like a inch and a half foot that comes down. And it only puts pressure in that one little area. And, of course, the clicker die is hollow. So I'm picturing something like a bottle jack? Sort of, yeah. But bottle jack size. Like a a cylinder. But it comes from the top down when I pull the lever. And the clicker die is hollow. So I'm like, well, I could just hit it on the corners or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'm going to have to stamp it five times. Mm -hmm. So that's why I had you make or asked you to make that big old plate of quarter inch steel. So I put that on top of the clicker die and I line up the piston in the dead center and I just do one pull. Yeah. So I tried it at the house. The idea was to do one pull, and it worked perfectly, except for like on the far right back corner, I just kind of had to slide the die over just a little bit and pull it one more time, but it worked perfectly. Okay, what if we take that little that rectangle shape mm-hmm. and then take like some bar stock, you know. And come up like a handle from, almost? Well, from all four corners. Yeah. Meet in the middle, and then that, that'll that would spread be your pressure out. Awesome idea, but it'd have to be short because I've got this much clearance. Uh, gotcha. See what I mean? Yep. Because I had that thought. Yeah. Because most stamps have that four corner. Right. We just weld it on each. Weld it on each corner of the stamps. But I've only got. So we don't have room for that. We don't have room for it. It have to be real little. But so this works. So I went to town with it, boy. I need 60 of them stamped out. Nice. And it was taking me a little while to do them, hitting them with a hammer. But once we put that plate on it, and I could use that little press. Click, 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 click. Throw it to the side. Just kept on running them through. There you bro. go. So it worked out beautifully. What about this? Is there a way to attach a plate to the cylinder that comes down? Yes. Where you got plate-on-plate action? Possibly. And other than welding it, I don't know. I know it's threaded. I know the piston that comes down is threaded internally and externally. So we might could do something like that. Weld a bolt to the plate that will thread into the piston. Possibly. We'll figure something out. We'll figure it out. But (laughs) eventually, when I get to making the bigger items, right now I I keep everything I make will fit on this press. But I've only got a handful of clicker dies, and they're all fit on this little press I got. But if I go bigger, I'm going to eventually have to spend the 5000 or whatever it is to buy the big, real deal clicker press. I'm just not ready to do that yet. Well, if the work's there, you know, it's like buying that 2172. Yeah. It's one of them triggers you got to pull. work lining up more than I can think to the point where, you know, where you get that little bit of stress and your brain starts trying to run in circles. Yep. I'm at that point to where, like, I need to quit my day job. <laughs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of in trouble at work for something I actually didn't do, and they threatened me with three days of leave. Like, Thank three, you. Yeah, and I'm sitting here going, I need to fight this because it ain't my fault, but I could really use the three days. <laughs> but if I get three days put in my record, if I ever get in trouble for something I did do, my automatic is five suspension, five days of suspension after that. So I'm kind of like, I need those three days of leave. Sounds like ISS shit in it's school. Exactly, it's so stupid. <laughs> well, the way it's supposed to work is if you get wrote up the first time, it's a verbal. And the second time, it's a written write-up, and it goes in your little record. Right. And then after that, if you get in trouble again, it's a day off. 
Well, after that, if you get in trouble again, it's three days off without pay. So you're at three now. I'm at three now. Okay. The problem that I'm having is I didn't do what I'm in trouble for, and they skipped right over everything else. There's nothing else in my record. There's no verbals. There's no write-up. There's no one day off. They went straight from, hey, you're a great employee. To, Here's three days off without pay. Oh, so I was thinking you've already received your no. written and your verbal. and No, none of that. But the problem is the, the incident that happened is a pretty bad – the whole front of the airplane could have burnt down. All the electrical, all that could have been fried. Millions of dollars of damage. But did anybody die? Nobody died, and there was no damage. They said it's possible that it could have happened due to something I said was a certain way, but it wasn't. It wasn't something I did. Mm-hmm. It, somebody else came and worked behind me and undid what I did. Find that dude and throw him up under that big old yeah. imaginary bus. But because his ass didn't write up no paperwork, it's undocumented, and I'm uh. the last one who had any documented work on it. So, meanwhile, I'm sitting here going, I need those three days to leave, but I don't want it in my folder. Right. So, we're seeing, but because I got more I got more work than I want to do right now. Like, I'm fitting to pay you to come over to the house and do some leather work. I don't know what to do. Like, I got time for that. Like, you got time for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here. I was talking to the wife. <laughs> I got five kids. I'm like, babe, this is what we're going to do. Somebody's going to click them. Somebody's going to put them in water. Somebody's going to stamp them. Somebody's going to poke the holes in them, and I'll sew them. So, I was like. Who's the somebody's? We got five kids. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Between me and you and the other kids. You got two of them about to the age where they can help you. I know the three oldest can do one of the three of those at least. I, yeah. don't, I don't want none of them sewing. Well, the 17-year-old can sew. Right. I think I'm probably the only one big enough to do the clicker, that, like to press it, though. So I'm probably going to be the one doing that. Yeah. And any of the, the hell, the five-year-olds, who's the biggest, or six now, who's the biggest help out of all of them, can do the dunking it in water, getting it ready for, you know, stamping it right and then the 12 year old can probably do the stamping all you gotta do is hold it in line and hit it with a hammer you know what i mean i got like a three pound mini mall yeah so, yeah you know, i'm like oh my goodness i'm gonna figure out how to get the whole family in this so we can get this might stuff. have to got to do something man yeah it's piling up and etsy i'm about to close that down etsy's been quiet for months yeah i haven't had, had a single hit i haven't had nothing on etsy i mean i'm down to like maybe 30 or 40 even page clicks per right. month I mean, I was at a few hundred for a while. I woke up this morning with two more Etsy orders. This morning. I got the email. What was it? What day was it? I was talking to you two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Those orders from that day. And then I scrolled on my, finally opened it up and I got an order that came in. I never got an email about on May 31st or whatever day it was. I think I told you about I'm like, holy crap, when did that even come through? I'm well, like, maybe I need to check mine then because yeah. I'm just guessing off I ain't got no notifications. I haven't gotten any notifications. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I got them all this morning. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. I, I used to get that stuff. little cha-ching. Yeah. It's like, here you go. I'm like, okay, cool. And since I got Etsy and Et- sell on Etsy, I usually get it twice. No, nah, I've got yeah, Etsy for sellers, I think. Something like that. Yeah. So I usually get the notification twice. No, I haven't been getting any notifications. And all of a sudden, I got a ton of them. Hmm. At the same time where I got all these other contracts coming through. You might sounds like you might need to man up to that plane fire just for I, about I three to, days. I need to do something. Yeah, give me three days of eight to ten hours alone in the shop. No, this is what you do. You take three days to think about the situation. Yeah, and then you go back and say, "Look, I've had three days. Yep. I thought this through, and this is what happened." Yeah. Then you fight it. Then we fight. But take your time first. Do it sounds something. like you need it. I need some time at the shop because you know how it is. We've had that conversation. It's amazing what you can get done. If you can spend a whole day down there. Yeah, it's nuts. Oh, my gosh. I still haven't had a whole day in my shopping forever. Even being full-time knife maker. Yeah. There's <laughs> bills to pay. I got to get out and do other things, you know. Yep. But it's we're making the loop back around. Hopefully, yeah. I'll get some of these loose ends I got going on now tied up, and I can put in some time. I came back with a haul. I saw that. From pile, Blade bro. Show. Oh, my goodness. So They screwed up and sold it by the pound. Yeah, on the lighter material they did. Yeah, boy. And then all them scales I got, man. I got some from Rob's Wildwood. I got some from uh, Maker Material Supply. Yep. I need to give him a shout-out. I am loving that hat he gave us. Rob gave us those free hats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been wearing it every day since, and I am liking that hat, man. It looks comfortable. It is very comfortable, and this is going to sound nasty, but it soaks up sweat very well, and there's not a giant salt stain on my hat yet. Actually, I lost mine. My wife now owns it. Oh, the wife took it? Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, how'd you lose it? You <laughs> well, now she put it on there at the show. Yeah. And I, my wife wears hats a lot anyway. Yeah. She pulls her ponytail thing through the back of it, and but she's loving that hat. Man, I, I haven't taken it off. I've worn it every day. I've done put my own business hat away. Yeah. You know, well, of course, mine's really old and greasy now. I need to make me a new one, but 
I'm liking his hats, man. Well, speaking of hats, I'm looking at a freaking pretty one right now. The I kind of want that one. I like that I that happen one. to wear here. We haven't talked about them yet, by the way. I do like the way that hat looks. Oh, this is an awesome hat, dude. Yeah. So, obviously, my hat says Phoenix Abrasives on it. And that is the sponsor for this show. So, if you need some abrasives uh, and you missed last week's little shorty show, this is something new. You can go to phoenixabrasives.com forward slash shop and order all your belts from there. But when you order your belts, you can now use promo code HUSTLE10. HUSTLE10. And get 10% off your entire order. Yeah. So a big shout out to Phoenix Abrasives. and That's sweet of them, dude. Greg, for hooking us up like that. You know, everybody that that uses that code gets 10% off. And, I mean, 10% might not sound like much. It's a dime per dollar. Yeah. But, I mean, every time I order belts, I'm at least $100. Spend $100, save you 10 That's 10 bucks. You're getting yeah. free shipping. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. I mean, I, the code's not for free shipping, but that's usually about what shipping Comes out averages. Yeah. And um, and everybody's always bitching about shipping. Yep. So there it is right there. $10, man. Hustle if you do 10, that 10 man. times a year, you saved 100 bucks. That's You can't knock it. Right. You know what I mean? Who's going to turn down $100? That's a hell of a deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give me 100 bucks. Nobody wants to do that. And the thing about it, honestly is their belts are already some of the best-priced belts on the market best at full price. price. Yeah. And they're already the best quality. So if you're going to get the best quality belts that are already at a good price, Knock 10%. Hustle 10 gets it better. Damn right. So y'all go on out there and check them out on the Internet, the Facebook, the YouTube. I'm sorry, not YouTube, uh, Instagram. And uh, maybe we'll get them a YouTube channel. That'd be pretty neat, wouldn't it? We'll do it for them. We just have that. That would be interesting. I'll have to see if this is possible because I don't know nothing about YouTube. I do. So, you know, on uh, on Instagram, you can tag Phoenix Abrasives. Yep. If you're using their belts, they'll share it back out, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, what if they had a YouTube channel to where anybody could just upload to that channel? Mm-hmm. Obviously, they'd have to approve it, but just back-to-back videos of, like, their belts eating through steel. Or their belts polishing the steel. I don't know if it works like that. What would probably have to happen is people would have to send it to them or us, and they'd upload it because when, you have to have the account information to do all that. Okay. So, Greg, if you're listening to this and that sounds interesting, man, hit us up. We will handle that channel for you. Yeah. Because, I mean, we can recommend it all day long. And if it blows up, we'll go check out Phoenix Abrasives. You know, they're they're good. We know that because we use it. But for somebody who's never used it, they can actually go look at a video and and see, and see it. just how awesome they are. And if the channel blows up, we'll only take like a meager twenty five percent of it once it you know starts making money. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, we of course you know, yeah, meager, small percent, small percent. But yeah, that, that'd be a pretty cool idea. Yeah, I like the idea because hell, you don't have to do nothing, and everybody's always wanting to share their shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It might be one minute clicks. It might be twenty minutes. Yeah. But I mean, if you're gonna want to check out a belt. I mean, go look and see it. From real customers. Yeah. Yeah. In action. That's what I was looking for. Live action feed. Yeah. But, uh, all right, moving on. So, in my shop this week, I have done, redone, undone, and done again. So many things. Your layout? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so when I got my new grinder, I had it in my head. This is where I want it, right? Yep. And that where I wanted it is where my forge was. Yep. So I moved the forge, and I just kind of shoved it up under a bench, you know, for the time being. Put the grinder there, and the grinder gets put together on top of the base plate mm-hmm. that is bolted to the bench. Mm-hmm. So I had to get my forge back out. You know, I didn't use my grinder, got some knives ready for heat treat, needed my forge back out. So I'm looking around and like, <laughs> where the hell am I going to put my forge? Yeah. So I had to take the grinder apart. Move it. To get to the, the <laughs> bolts that are going through the bench. Move the grinder. Put the forge right back where it was to start with. <laughs> and then you hate treat my blades or whatever. But I started realizing that uh, whenever I was grinding before on my little one by thirties, I've always done freehand grinding. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, even you said it before. My my elbows are almost 90 degrees. Yeah, you lock that thing I in. I mean, straight out in front of me. Yep. Well, with the new grinder, it's sitting on a lower bench, but with it being such a big grinder, I thought it would be taller. Yeah. So that height that I'm used to is actually 
I don't know, it's probably close to 10 inches lower now to the center of the new platen on the mm-hmm. on the tube of 72. So now I'm going to have to build some sort of platform to come up, sit the new grinder on. I think I got it planned out in my head. Okay. Do you need the extra wood at the house? I already got it. It's on my trailer. Already got it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's my tip. <laughs> That's your tip. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you the tip. <laughs> just the tip. So, uh, yeah, what I think I'm going to do is just come up with like a two by eight on both sides, like for the walls vertically. Gotcha. One in the middle for center support because that grinder's it's, 250 it's pounds. Oh, is that what it weighs? Yeah. Holy shit. The grinder itself is 125, just the frame. Okay. The motor's 60 pounds. The base plate's like 40 pounds. Then the tool arm's another, depending on what you got on it, you know, 25 to 40 pounds. So, I mean, it's it's heavy as hell. But uh, come up with a 2 by 8 on both sides, and then one right down the middle, almost like it would be a floor joist type situation, <laughs> mm-hmm. and have a piece of plywood, three-quarter inch plywood on top. That's what my grinder will bolt to. So if you're looking at it from the front with my board that's going right down the middle, I would have almost like a cubby. Okay. You know, one on this side, one on that side. Yeah. And I can put, I can hinge it, you know, to where you just lift it up and store some shit. Get some extra storage because gotcha. Lord knows I need storage in that shop. Oh, yeah. So um, that's the plan for right now is to get the grinder lifted a little bit. But is that 100% where you want it? It's going to have to be for right now, dude. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's because the, the, the one wall, that whole bench is that height. The other bench is too tall. Yeah. Because that was built for the one by 30s. To have them at that height where I wanted it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's for now, it's going to have to be right there, you know, until the new shop goes up. I like but it. That's going to be probably five years or so. No, nah, next year. Ah, uh, maybe. You'll be slanging and banging by then. Oh, hey, if, if it happens, cool. But speak it into, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my goal is to use the shop I got now, my 8 by 20 or 10 by 16 my small shop. Yeah. I think it's 10 by 16 But anyway, use that shop as a grinding room. Okay. And then right beside it, that giant hickory tree that's there, mm-hmm. that thing's got to go bye-bye. Yeah. Because it's going to end up falling over on my shop eventually anyway. Eventually. And I want to do a, just a 20 by 20 steel build right there. Gotcha. And then just that'll be like my clean space, you know, for glue-ups or anything that's not grinding Yeah, pretty much. But uh, that's the goal. Hell, yeah. I think we can do it. Yeah. And we got the wood. We got the means. We got the knowledge. Yeah. Run it. Well, dude, right now, I mean, wood's high as draft pussy anyway. Dude, it's stupid. But them metal buildings, they're really not that bad. I mean, yeah. one, once you pour the slab, which you're going to do that for whatever kind of building you put on there. Once you pour the slab, though, the building itself is like eight grand, I think. Well, that ain't bad. I mean, I mean that's everything. It's not insulated or wired, but. Well, your slab's going to be close to that, too, ain't it? Yeah, that, that's going to be a little <laughs> bit high. But I mean, I'm I'm kind of lucky in that situation that my dad is actually in the excavating business, oh. so he owns all the equipment that it would take to grade it out, nice. form it, all that stuff. I would just have to pay for the actual Creed. cement. Gotcha. Well, I used to own a concrete company, so whenever you're ready to do that, I'll come help out. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to pour concrete at the bottom of my ramp at my porch like two years ago. Did we ever do that? No, I put pea gravel down. That's what it was. <laughs> I like pea gravel. Pea gravel's real nice. But uh, what are they doing? who is that? I don't know. <laughs> We're watching the cameras again, folks. Yeah, somebody's in here. We don't know who it is. They're not stealing nothing, so whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're here at the beautiful Peach Podcast Syndicate, and we have access to the live behind-the-scenes footage. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Blade Show, was there any one thing that you remember that happened, or somebody you saw, somebody you met that was just extra special? Compared to past years, my wife was there. Well, that's not well. This was her first time. Her first time, dude. I was. So, what did she think? She liked it. She was. Uh, I ain't gonna say let down, but she was like, "I thought you were gonna show me more things." But I'm in the whole. I'm in the same situation, like stuff overload. Yeah, you know what I mean. But she had fun. She enjoyed it. It was a good time, and it was her birthday. So I tried to spoil her and bought her whatever she wanted. You damn sure did. Damn sure did. I'm. Working overtime Saturday to take care of that. No, I'm just kidding. What was that? A warthog skull? A, a, a warthog skull. From Jance. Yep. She's got an affinity for bones and skulls and all that shit. So they had a warthog skull for their display. That thing was legit. Like, 
a real, it's like no plastic porcelain replica. Nope. They got a people or a company or something out of South Africa, and they source these. There's evidently guys that run around waiting on lions to kill things. Yeah. That's what yeah. the dude said was <laughs> they sit around and wait for them to fight and die. Yeah. And then they go grab their heads. Yeah. He said it just like it was. That's that's the business. Da, da, da. Yeah, da, we got da, these da, dudes da. in South Africa. They stare at lions, wait for them to kill things. <laughs> oh, Crikey's that one's dead. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, Hobbit's his head. Yeah, and then they <laughs> put it in a. This is what he said. He said they put it in the pit of beetles. Like they've already got a pit with flesh-eating beetles ready to go. I mean, if you're gonna go, go prepared. Yeah, I reckon. So the wife wanted it, and what they wanted for it, I didn't want. <laughs> I didn't want it. You got about a hundred bucks off though, right? Yeah, yeah. They called the owner of the Jants and was like, "Hell, give it to him." I was like, shit, yeah, box it. Right. You know, it's sitting on the, underneath the TV in the living room now. Just big, they call him Billy. Yeah. Billy's just chilling, looking at you with these, what, six, eight-inch tusks? Yeah, it was a good size one. Massive. My wife loves skulls, too, and she's got a a pretty decent collection. Yeah. But uh, everything that, oh, sorry, guys, Amber Alert. All right, but everything that she's got. We actually killed, other than she's got a black bear skull. Yeah. We, I was there when you found it. Yeah, she found it out in the woods. Yeah. And down there at the river. When we were fishing. Yep. Yep. And she came back, and she was like, I found a bear. And in my head, I'm like, okay. You know, right. Okay, you found a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then we walked over there, and sure enough, there's a damn black bear. Yeah, on that little side trail. Yep. yep. And she ended up pulling that bear's head off in the woods <laughs> with a stick or something, I guess. I don't remember. And then she sacked it up and brought it home and put it in a bucket of water and fleshed it every, you know, couple, three weeks. Yeah. Kept on changing the water out. and Didn't you end up putting, like, LED lights or something in that? I did. I, I put LED so. lights in the eyeball holes <laughs> and in the throat with yeah. the mouth propped open. And it's got, like, settings where you can strobe it or yeah, fade in I and out that. or stay on. <laughs> yeah. You need to do that to that alligator skull, too. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, the alligator skull, she finally got it put back together. Oh, yeah? I hate they shot it in the, in the head. Man. I know, dude. Stupid. We got enough of the bones. What she was able to do is, you know, they shot it in the head. Yeah. On the passenger side. What was that? The right side. And um, so that pretty much destroyed top and bottom jaw in that area. But she got it to a a place where she just rebuilt one side of the skull completely. So when it's sitting on a shelf, like towards a wall. Yeah. It's complete. Looks good. Top and bottom jaw, all the teeth. You know what I mean? Nice, nice. She got it put back together nice. Good deal. Uh, she got a raccoon. Yep. Got that some bitch for eating my chickens. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah. all kinds of stuff. My wife does the same thing. Like the center display on my dining room table is deer jaw bones, spine from a cow, yeah. random <laughs> beaver teeth. Like there's just dead animal parts everywhere. But she likes to claim that everything is... Which is ethically harvested. Yeah, organically. Or, yeah, like everything, except for the deer heads on the wall, which, you know. Well, I mean, they, they died in the freezer. Yeah, they, they got shot and died naturally. Yeah, <laughs> clean kill. But, you know, everything else that she finds and collects, and she preserves snakes and all this other stuff in jars. and right. Katie does the same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like that. You sit down at my table to eat dinner, and you're looking at a deer bone or a hog skull behind you. Yeah, Katie makes leather out of the snake skin. Yeah. I've done that before, but it's been a long time. Yeah, she's got, I think last year we killed. You killed a slew of snakes last year. They were all copperheads. All copperheads. I think we got 12 of them last year just yeah, right there on our property. You had like a little infestation or something we you did. discovered. Was that from the, the tin you had on the ground? Well, we found one over there. That was a little baby. Okay. That, that roofing tin I had propped up on the fence had yeah. fallen over. Yeah. Went to pick it up, and there was a, a baby Well. 12, 14 inches. That's still a baby for a copperhead. Yeah. So when we found that one, we knew like they're around here. There's some more somewhere. And I mean, you know my property, but for y'all listening, my property is, I guess, somewhat in a residential neighborhood. At the end of it. But I am the very last house on the road. There's not even a cul-de-sac or a stop sign. The road just quits. With a chain. Yeah, there's a chain going across the road. (laughs) And uh, that's, you know... County property down there. They can't see your hand motions. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> down the hill down here. But uh, so my my property backs up to, uh, I think it's right at 70 acres. Wow. 
of just wooded land with a creek bottom and it's the lots of swamp land. City drainage. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the city drainage system, but it's a swamp. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous, dude. I mean, I walk through there all the time. And, I mean, just walking up on deer and, Mm -hmm. I mean, I got a pet hawk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who's who's got a pet hawk? Well, you can sit on the back porch and watch him kill dove. <laughs> yeah, when, what I do is I'll shoot a squirrel about once a week. Yeah. He'll be up in the tree and he'll just kind of chill looking at me and I'll shoot a squirrel and I'll take it to the top of the hill and just lay it right there on the ground and I can walk back on the porch and within five minutes yeah. I can watch him. He'll fly right down and grab that joker and take off. Yep. Feeding the local wildlife. Yep. <laughs> well, the squirrel's messing up my bird feeders anyway. I always yeah. flipping them over. And still need you to make me a couple of them. What's that? Some of them hooks. Oh, the hooks. Yeah. Yeah. Wife wants some. Yeah, I need to get set back up to do that. Yeah. The thing now is when I was building those, I mean, I was forging them out of rebar. Yeah. But that's when I was in a coal forge that was open. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm in my gas forge, I just got a small cylinder. So getting that arch that hook, yeah. is a, a lot more difficult. Think, but you had to do it all in one heat. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, dude, if we well I guess up, I could scroll the in, both ends. Yep. And then we'll set up a jig and you can just bend it. Yeah. I could scroll one end. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end, I can go ahead and taper that down and then drop it for the nail. And Because what it is is I drop, take a, a straight piece of rebar, and then I drop it down 90 degrees on one end. And then I taper that into like a nail and then flip it back up to where it's like a Z shape. That way you got your flat spot for your hammer to actually hammer the joker into a tree. Mm-hmm. I could do that on one end, do my scroll work on the other end, and then just bend it. One one good treat. I wish folks could see all the little hand movements we're doing right now. I know, right? I talk with my hands all the time anyway, <laughs> but when I'm trying to bend something, I'll tell you what, I ain't got it in my hand, but I'm bending it I'll right bend now. the hell out of it. <laughs> I feel like we're rambling. What are we even talking about right now? And we're hustling and grinding. We're hustling and grinding. Well, the wife wants some <laughs> yeah. bird feeder hooks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the whole point of this show is to <laughs> talk about turning your part-time hustle into your full-time grind. That's and how the show started. And we ain't we don't stop hustling. We're always That's the point. Oh, we're always God. hustling. Yeah, I was on the phone with three people today trying to figure out more hustles, even though I ain't finished the ones I started right now. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. And I'm looking at another piece of property. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to call you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't stop, dude. I can't. Yeah. You know, if I sit down, I'll go to sleep. Yeah, you can sleep when you're dead. Yeah, if I'm sleeping, somebody else is getting ahead. You know? <laughs> exactly. So we got, uh, I have been approached by a company. Uh-oh. That's interested in talking with us. Okay. Tell and them to call me. it might be cool. It might be cool. That's where I'm going to leave it for right now. I'm assuming we can't talk about it on the air? Oh, shit, no. Shit, no. Okay. No. I mean, I, I told you already, but that was kind of like top secret, making sure ain't nobody standing at the door. G14 classified. Right. right. All right. All right. <laughs> but, uh, and speaking of phone calls, I'm still waiting on one. Okay. And if I don't get it uh, by next week. I'm going to be talking some shit right here on this podcast. Uh-oh, we're going to burn down some places? There might be a, a little fire somewhere. Ah, here you go. And we're going to leave that one right there, too. Oh, I see. What, <laughs> all right, all right. But, yeah, there's uh, just things happening everywhere. Everywhere. If you're always hustling, there's there's fires to put out. Yep. If, if, if shit ain't burning, you ain't doing something. Right. And no. if it was easy, nobody would you ain't do doing it right. Yeah, nobody would do it if it was easy. Yeah, you got to push. You got to yeah. push past what's easy. What's that post? I, actually, that's funny because I made that post today. I was at work. Running through, I had just got the phone with two contractors. I saw that. Was that plagiarism? No, that was all out of the back of my head, pissed off. I like it because I was stuck at work and I couldn't do nothing. I like it. That was actually really yeah. brilliant. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you know, I can't remember what the hell I said because I was rambling when I said it. But what you just said leads to it. Yeah, you're rambling with your fingers. Yeah, you know, you you got to stay moving. You got to get hard. You know what I mean? If it's easy, everybody'll do it. And I don't know five hundred fuck. You know, 500 rich people. Right. You know what I mean? I, I know like one or two because that shit's hard. And if you ain't going to be a hard man, you ain't going to get greatness. You ain't going to get good shit. So I was like, man, of course, that whole jump speech is running through the back of my head while I'm. Yeah, Steve you know Harvey, I mean? man. He he killed that it with son that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I still watch it yeah. at least every other week. And I'm at work, my full time job, sitting there mad because I can't go handle some other shit. Yeah. And I'm over here at this place going, Rrr. so I walked out and smoked a cigarette, and I went to I went to type something completely different. You know what I mean? I, yeah. 
I kind of went out there and I was going to make a post, basically broad calling for some help with some other things. Right. And it was like, you know what the hell with that shit? I'm going to handle it. You don't need no help. I don't need no help. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got my wife. I got you. I don't need shit else. You know what I mean? So to hell with the broad call. That's that talking with the hands again. Yeah. I was pumping my fist in there. <laughs> hell yeah, it got me. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> fuck it. We're going to figure it out. Right. You know, I'm a bust ass. I'm going to stay up later. I'm going to do something different. You know? So that's just, then I started just rambling about that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it came out and I read it afterwards and I'm like, look at me sounding like I know what the fuck's going on. I'm telling you, that shit was poetic. Yeah, I was good. reading it and I got to the bottom. Like, okay, where's the credit? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I was waiting for like dash Mark Twain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was pissed off, Bubba. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm pissed Damn. off and mad about it. Golly. So, uh, new tools coming to my shop. Uh oh, what you getting me? Nothing. Nothing. Um, Why are we going to talk about new tools if we ain't get new tools? Well, you said, what am I getting you? Oh. Damn. And right now, I'm not getting me nothing. Okay. But I got a few things in mind. What are we doing? Um, step number one is I got to get power run to my shop. Yeah. I got to get 220 out there because it's just, you know, I can run on 110. I've been doing it all this time. Yep. But I need 220. I need 100 amps down there. I mean, yeah. my whole shop is running off of 40 amps right now. Uh, extension cord. Yeah. Yeah. It's a six gauge extension cord that I buried and run through the floor of the shop. Which the more you've been mowing lately, the more cord showing. There's a little bit of cord showing. I saw that the other day when I came over. I was yeah. like, "Oh damn!" Bro. Well, it's because the top of the hill it washes. It down. washes yeah. right in front of the shop door. Yeah. Now, if I'd have known that when I had that building put there, I'd have scooted it up ten feet. Yeah. And well, that would have been even worse because that would have washed under the shop. Probably. Yeah, so. All right, so step one, 220. What's next? I'm thinking about several tools. Okay. Number one is a disc uh, disc sander. Okay. I've never used one. Like the handheld? No, 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 no. So a disc sander would be, all right, like your palm sander. You know, it's a circle. Yep. But flip that up on its side to where it's yep. vertical, but it's a nine-inch wheel. Oh, yeah, we got those, yeah. And it just... Spins. Gotcha. But from what I've seen, if you have a, a, say, a chef's knife, for example, and you're trying to flatten everything out, that's kind of the best way to make contact with the entire, aside from a surface grinding yeah. attachment on a you know a big belt or a big grinder. Um, it's just one of the things I'm thinking about. Gotcha. Now, they can run up in the lots of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Harbor Freight's got one for like 200 bucks. At work, we got some big, fancy ones. Yeah. In our sheet metal shop. Um, another thing that I'm considering, and if anybody's listening to this, still to this point, <laughs> that means you are our friend. I love you. And uh, if anybody's gotten any, any experience with this, I want some feedback. I've had a little bit already, and I've been pleasantly impressed with what I've heard. But I think I want to get rid of my bandsaw. Because what I got right now is just a... A tabletop bandsaw, I think it's like a 69-inch, or uh, that's the blade length, mm-hmm. a 10-inch bandsaw. So what I've been seeing is a lot of people using the porta band with this table yeah. that the porta band you know, bolts onto, and the one blade is cutting their steel, it's cutting their wood, micarta, G10, all of it. The same blade. The same blade, because it runs at such a lower speed. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry guys, these allergies are killing me again this week. Yeah, we all sound that we're like I can I, I know I can hear it in my head. I can hear like, both of us. This doesn't even sound like me. <laughs> we both been coughing, sniffing, snot, and damn. trying to keep the mic away every time I choke. You know? Right, but uh, yeah, I'm thinking about getting rid of that uh, that big bandsaw because it just runs too damn fast. It's made for woodworking and scroll yeah. cutting and stuff like that, and going with that little table. My dad's got a porter band, dude, and you can do some cool shit with him. Well, I've got one. Do you have one? But Mine is so old, I don't think it's going to bolt up to the table. Mm. So my thing is, if I buy that table, I'm going to have to buy a new porter band. Yeah, that will actually bolt onto it. Well, of course that makes sense. We got to have the new porter band, right? Well, that's the direction we're going in. Yep. But I need to sell some knives to do that. So you guys go to my Instagram at JK Blades and send me a message. I don't have anything for sale quite right now, working come, on building some stuff. Come buy my shit, but I've got nothing for sale. Well, th- that's what I'm getting at is, hey, <laughs> since I got nothing available, you can pick oh, out what you want. Custom, custom orders available. Order. Yeah. So you want a seven and three-quarter inch K-tip 
with blah blah handle scales and stainless steel pins. Come on, and a lanyard tube. You know, nice. you customize it whatever the hell you want. Yeah. I'll build it. I guess that's the good thing about being a little slow right now. Yeah, I mean, if somebody wants a custom order, I'm available. JK Blades on, and I got a good Facebook. feeling though. A lot of our following is actually knife makers. Yeah. <laughs> So you're not going to buy my shit. You're going to make it yourself if you want a custom knife. But I'm still going to put it out there. Might as well. If you're a knife maker and you're too damn busy to build your dad a knife for Father's Day. Call us. Shit, I'll do it. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, man, getting ready. It's already that time, bro. Get ready for them seasons coming up. Well, I just just realized that Father's Day was coming yesterday. Yeah, I did too. I was in the shop forging. Mm -hmm. And you know how damn hot my shop is without the forge on. And uh, my wife came in with a giant-ass fan. I'm talking about, like, probably 36-inch oh, wow. circle. Nice. She could just come down the hill. She done went to Walmart and bought a fan <laughs> and come back. I didn't know she was gone. Yeah. <laughs> but she walked in. She's like, it's too damn hot out here for you to be in here with no fan. She's, nice. She plugged it up and said, happy Father's Day. I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> here you go, honey. I Bye. said, damn, is that today? I didn't know it was next week. Next week, okay. But, no, it's next month. I'm sorry. I think it's July something another. Well, we got to start getting some shit. Ready? Because I like to have a few things already pre-made and set up, ready to go. Like, I'll do, like, I don't know, 30. Pick a number. I'll, I'll flip a coin in my head, you know, pick yeah. a number and have 30 of these ready to go for Father's Day. If they sell, they sell. If not, I take them to the markets. You know what I mean? I have nothing made. Well, nothing I, I'm going to do – I got these two chef's knives um, I'm working on right now. I did those because they seem to sell pretty good. Yeah. And since I don't have anything on the books, obviously I'm going to build what's got a good history of selling. Of selling. Yeah. But I want to make a run of EDCs with sheets. Yeah. I don't know if you got the time for that right now. I can fit it in. But uh, I want to probably do about a half dozen, but I'm going to do them all in one run. Well, as long as you don't come up with some weird dumb shit like the last ones. Hey, man. Like, we're trying to promote my <laughs> shit. No, I love, I love your shit. But when it comes to making leather form, the humpbacks or the weird shapes, because you'd be getting some interesting shit. Yeah. Like, give me a straight back. No, I don't do the humpback now. I do the drop points. Drop points. Wow. That was uh, Josh Perkins. Yeah. Oh, what do you call it? Big and Stupid? Okay. I think. I'm trying to remember what knife that was. That I just talked to him yesterday, and he told me the name of that knife again. He brought it up again. Yeah. And uh, he still, he just moved. He's getting settled in. And he said he's been so busy, he ain't even had time to sharpen that one yet. Really? Yeah. That knife was insane. He said, big and stupid isn't even sharp yet. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what he named his own knife. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I used a half a side of leather just to make the sheets. I that. know. He he made Holy that knife. God. And when he first profiled it, he sent me a picture of it. And uh, he's, you know, he's still super new. He's only, he might be a year in right now. Yeah. Into knife making. But he was sending me pictures and stuff and. You know, when somebody asks me for advice or input, I try to be honest, but I try to be as polite as possible. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, what do you think about these? And I was like, you know, that, that's good work. <laughs> real, real nice work you got going looks on there. great. But, you know, me and him got closer and closer, and we yeah. became friends. Finally, I was able to tell him, like, look, man, this thing you're doing on the back. Yeah. What is that? It's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it's big. He's like, yeah, big and stupid. I said, that's a good name. <laughs> Great name. But uh, it, but if he likes it. he li- And it does look good. It's just not for me. Yeah. It's you know a, what I mean? It's a beast of a blade. Yeah. And for, dude, for him to be so new, he's banging yeah. out some killer shit. Yeah. I mean, his handle works like. Nice. Yeah. Super nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. Say so if he stays at it, he can go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Quick. He's he's fucking itching right now. I mean, yeah. I bet he feels like a fucking crackhead waiting for the <laughs> fix. Trying to get back everything set up. All of his equipment's in boxes. Yeah, I bet. Like, he can't even flip on a grinder to watch it spin. <laughs> he's chomping at the bit, dude. Yep. But, uh, yeah, y'all go check him out. He's a cool guy. Perk 48 is his name on the Instagram. Tell him old Jason and Bubba sent you. Damn right. Because uh, he just now started listening to the podcast. Oh, really? Because we didn't have it on iTunes. <laughs> And I texted him. He's like, man, when you come into iTunes, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> We're waiting on them. But go to download Spotify. It's a free app. Like, I don't want two apps. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> then shut up and wait. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Guys, yeah. Uh, what is it called? 
iTunes. iTunes. It's up. It's live. I said iTunes, and my my head saw that picture. iHeartRadio. It's MySpace. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Old jokes. But go uh, leave us a review on there. You can do that. Leave on us iTunes. a good review on there. Yeah, if you got bad reviews, just DM those. Yeah, send that personally. We'll yeah. talk about that shit. But uh, yeah, leave us some reviews. I just saw. Uh, I was just now able to look at the little screen for the the analytics type stuff for iTunes since we're just now live on it. It says no reviews. Do you and do reviews on Spotify too? I don't know. If you're able, guys, leave us one there too, please. I have leave, no clue. Leave us some stars. But uh, it said five. Z- no reviews yet on iTunes. And then up under that, it said the more reviews you receive, the easier it will be for people to find you. Oh, really? So I'm guessing if we get a positive reviews, if someone searches for whatever, you know, we'll pop up on the list. All right. So all y'all on iPhones, go to iTunes. Which is probably most of y'all. Go to iTunes under Hustle and Grind, even if you don't want to listen to us. Which that's dumb because if you're hearing this, you're listening. Mm-hmm. Leave some reviews, man. I know four or five of y'all are at least listening. Yeah, it would help us a bunch for sure. And um, it would it would help the podcast a lot. Dang right. So, uh, I mean, the podcast ain't never going nowhere. We ain't got shit else better to do on Thursday at 3 o'clock. Ain't it fun? Yeah. I'm having a good time. Yeah. One day we'll be like, oh, Brian. Well, it, today, <laughs> Katie was off today. Okay. So um, I was getting ready to go and all this stuff. And I went in the kitchen. You had called me. You mm-hmm. know. Come up here a little early. You got off early. And, I didn't uh, get off early. I just got mad at 2.30 and left. Well, same same easy. <laughs> but I went in the kitchen. I said, I was on the phone with you. I said, all right, I'll grab the cooler. Be on the way. And she's like, oh, was today your day drinking day? I was like, yeah, it's podcast day. Podcast day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, we don't do this every day. This yeah. is <laughs> once a week. But um, we're going to keep it up. And I got a message today uh, from a person that that I had mentioned earlier maybe being interested. Okay. And they brought up the fact of keep being consistent. You know, we're we're liking that. Yeah. And well, we're gonna keep doing it. Yeah. And that's why I told her every Tuesday, no matter what. Yeah. Our wives approve, it's gonna happen. But the cool thing about it is say, you know, you got a say Christmas falls on a Tuesday. I'm not recording on Christmas Day. No. But we can record Thursday before three, four days early. Yeah. Schedule it to come out that day. I mean, we're gonna be consistent. Yeah. Because I've heard a lot of stories of people saying, you know, you know, people with giant followings saying, I started out with nothing and I just stuck to the schedule, stuck to it, stuck to it, stuck to it, and eventually it works. They were talking about that on uh, Brian's podcast that I was listening to today, the new episode. To work for it. Yeah. They were talking about that. Look, man, uh, well, there's there was three of them, mm-hmm. all, all the Brian's. Yeah. Brian, Brian, and Ben. Ben. All the B's, that's what it was. Yeah, three B's. Three B's. And they were talking about. Each one of them, like, look, man, the more I stayed, and then, of course, you know, working at the times and all that stuff, they, right. got, they got more into it. Consistency. Yeah. Every single time it needs to release on this day. Yep. And, you know, and the more it's consistent, the more it's going to mess with the algorithms, the more it's going to mess with you. Yeah. And you're going to see it, and you're going to hear it. And the more it's like that, the more they'll promote it. Right. Other people will see it, you know? Well, the reason that I chose Tuesday, I think I might have touched on this in the past. Is because I'm I'm a big fan of podcasts. Yeah, and all the podcasts that I listen to, for the most part, are revolved around making something, or being in a shop in some way, shape, or form. And I got one for Monday. I got one for every other day except Tuesday. Really? The reason I don't have a Tuesday is because there was a podcast that came out, and I'm not going to say the name of it because I super respect the guy who started it. Okay. And if anybody's curious, DM me. You know, and if. You ask me direct, I'll tell you. But giant respect for the guy that started the podcast. I mean, he's an amazing guy. He started a podcast, and it was just him. Okay. It, it was a little slow, but since I liked the guy, it was kind of engaging. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he did it for three, four weeks, and then just quit. Just stop. And then I got an alert one day that said, this podcast put up a new episode. I said, oh, okay, cool. And I'm thinking... Well, let me go back and listen to all the ones I've missed. That was the only one he did. Uh, so I got used to doing it, you know, listening to his on Tuesdays. Once I missed once I missed one, yep. the following Tuesday, I didn't even think to look for it again. Yeah. It was out of my Tuesday routine. You gotcha. Know? So I figured if people have the same interest as me, 
maybe they're following the same podcast schedule as me. Yeah. We all need something on a Tuesday. Everybody needs something. Even on I Tuesday. listen to this on a Tuesday. Hey, I listen to it on Tuesday. So today's Thursday. Well, yeah. When we're recording. Well, uh, Tuesday li- morning, I'll be listening to this joker. <laughs> I was mad as hell this Tuesday. I lost my earbuds. My little, uh, yeah, they're earbuds, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. So I couldn't listen to it. You know, I'm at work. I, I do sheet metal. Like, right. it's loud, loud. as hell. And I was like, uh, I tried to play it for a minute, and I'm like holding the phone up, and I'm trying to go to the bathroom and listen to it like five minutes, and then two hours later when it's break time, I listen to it for five minutes. Just mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like this is what I I need to be listening to this right now. Right. So I can see the <coughs> alert and trying to get everybody consistent with it because, like you said, it's me talking, but I want to hear it. And, and that's my wife's even said the same thing. Like, you were there. I'm like, yeah, I heard me. Yeah. And I, I can't even hear you right now. I hear you in the headphones. I'm looking at your face, but we can't hear each other in reg- <laughs> We can't hear each other's regular voice, you know. Yeah, it, it's it, weird. Especially when we got a guest. But the, yeah, I like to I'm listen to when it we and have see a guest, how it all meshes together. All put together and it comes out you can it sounds different. Right. Because like I'm hearing my voice twice right now. I'm hearing and seeing you talk and then I'm hearing your It's all weird to me. Yeah. It's different. It's not something I'm used to. That's way different. So when I listen to it on Tuesdays, it all meshes together, and it's like, holy shit, why do I sound so dumb? <laughs> like, why am I slurring all of my words? What is Jason doing right now? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? <laughs> Ass just turned the TV on. I found another remote. <laughs> Bruh, look behind you. <laughs> Can you see the reflection? Yeah, you, you saw that in a weird way, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I saw that in a real weird way. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, they got more... Little gadgets up here, and you shake a stick yet? <laughs> Quit touching buttons, man. Right. So yeah, so we'll hear all this next Tuesday, right? And it all just meshes together, and it's like, well, shit, we don't sound too bad. Well, like last week, and I critique myself. Let me finish by saying, yeah, I always critique myself. I try not to slur my words, or I hear myself coughing on the last podcast. So it's like, oh crap, make sure you move the mic far enough away because I want to give a better podcast. Right. I want to do it better for the people. I do too. You know what I mean? But I mean, like right now it's allergy season in Georgia. Oh my God. Yeah. We're going to cough and sniff. <sighs> There's Bubba going there. Yeah. I mean, pollen is like rainfall here. Yeah. And it just, it gets you. There's no way around it. But, uh, you know, I'm going to try to get as far away as I can before I cough or whatever, but, but we only go so if far. If you hear that in the background, guys, you know, we do apologize. We're doing all we can do, but yeah. we're here with a head full of pollen. <laughs> so, um, Ah, shit, I was fixing to say something. I messed you up, my bad. You did? I had to finish my thought or I lost it. I'm glad. Now I lost mine. I wasn't worried about you. <laughs> I was already on mine, well, though. Lisa got one of them. We got one of these thoughts out. Yeah, so. Um, the podcast. We're Tuesdays. talking about the podcast. Consistency. Tuesday's consistency. Somebody quit theirs. You quit listening. Yeah. I'll yeah. listen to it every Tuesday. I finally found my earbuds. Got it. Good. Okay. So. Consistency, like they were talking about on the on Brian's show today. Yeah, work for it. Yeah, yeah, guys, y'all go check that one out. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you already know. But Brian House, Benjamin Butler, and now Brian Cone. Be Cone. <laughs> they got a podcast called the Work for It Podcast, and it's it's cool. It's, it's a, good. It's a really it's good real show. Good. And uh, they mentioned us today. Felt, yeah, they- felt pretty happy about that. You didn't finish it, did you? No, I was on the way. I had to get. I had to do something. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, hold on. Let me look at my phone. Yeah, they they brought us up for just half a second, and um, my phone says I have like twelve minutes. No, what the hell? It just rebooted. Keep talking. My bad. Yeah, my phone but, just refreshed. Yeah, they mentioned us today. Gave us just a little bit of shout out. Which, Twenty minutes left. Yeah, you, you ain't <laughs> got there yet. But um, yeah, it was pretty cool. And y'all go back and listen to them. They they're pretty entertaining. Brian House is a uh, he makes the Revolution 2x72 grinder. I love his voice, man. I mean, it's it's it's, it's made sexy. for TV. Brian, call me anytime. Just talk. <laughs> Leave it on my voicemail, bro. I texted him this morning and because uh, he was talking some shit. But, <laughs> but I texted him this morning, and I said I should have called his ass just to. Just to hear his voice. Just to hear him serenade me saying. Yeah, y'all go check it out. Work for it, man. That dude's yeah, that's a good one. He's built for it. But uh, last week's show, what is that? Sorry, guy, we having some technical difficulties. I don't know what that is. The thing. Oh well, hell with it. Yeah, we're gonna roll on. If y'all don't hear it, we don't care. Yeah, um, yeah. Like they were saying on the show today, talking about 
timing. Yes. You know, down to where Ben was at, at noon every day, no matter what, it was noon. Yeah, exactly 12 is what yeah. he said. He would sit there and watch it. Yeah, he would get his post ready and hit publish at noon. Now, I have not taken it to that extent with the podcast. I do try to schedule it where it comes out. I think we got it set for 4 a.m. Pacific time. Something like that. I'm guessing that's where we use Transistor as our host service. Yeah. I'm guessing that's where they're based because it only gives you the option for Pacific time. Well, last week, when old B. Cone stepped in. Well, see, that was instant. Like, we recorded, you posted. You yeah, know what I'm saying? We like, couldn't even, because he had to work his regular job. Yeah. I had some stuff to do in the morning. Like I was at work. Right. I yeah. mean, that was just one of them post-Blade Show schedule catastrophes. Yeah. But we made it work. Even squeezing in, I think we did about 45 minutes, something like that. I think it was 38. Okay, yeah. I mean, I just wanted to, I wanted to get something out there. Yeah, and it, consistency. I still wanted to bring quality. Yes. You know, I could have come up here and, Opened the door and farted in the mic and called it a day. You know, I'd have listened. I mean, I would too. (laughs) I mean, I don't care how grown you are. Farts are funny. Farts are funny. (laughs) (laughs) You got to, you got to give some quality. You know what I mean? And I, I started to skip it. Honestly, Uh. whenever you told me you couldn't get out of work, and like I said that morning, I had stuff to do. And when I finished that recording, that I still had stuff to do. Yeah. So I started just say was a little bit more flexible than mine at the time. Well, it is, yeah. Um, but, you know, we put out the, ple- the pre-Blade Show episode yep. on Which Thursday. nice. So I was like, okay, well, that was a bonus. Yep. Maybe I don't really have to record. Then my brain got to ticking. And I'm like, man, you said Tuesdays. Yep. It's Tuesday. Go fucking record, dude. Do it. Consistency. Yeah. yeah. So Brian was able to jump in, and we got one out on a Tuesday. So we're back on our regularly scheduled programming now. So like we talked about before, we're going to start having just me and Bubs on here every other episode. Just call me Bubs. Huh? You just call me Bubs. I, it happens. Where did that go from? I'll tell you later. <laughs> but uh, every other episode is going to be just, just two of us. Next week, we're going to have a guest. Who we have? Can we tell them? I don't know yet. Okay. Got a, a, a few... Well, I was curious because we had It's talked, all about scheduling. Okay, I because we had talked last week about a potential, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. Which one did we talk about? Uh, that one is probably. Probably? Yeah. Because they're going to like that. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, It may be... It's not going to be Sharky. Well, we're going to get him figured out, yeah, too. Yeah, he said he needs at least two weeks to request a day with no flights. He's just got to ground his helicopter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And... uh we met some guys up in Atlanta at the Blade Show that are going to be on here. Um, I've talked to someone that I've been a huge fan of since I started making knives. Just because I think what drew me to this particular maker mm-hmm. is he lives in Wisconsin, so he talks Ooh, funny. I love that. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, he's just like a down-to-earth, bearded redneck, you know, yeah. just like us. I mean, this dude's making, like, all his own Damascus from the day I started watching him years ago. Mm-hmm. He was he had a log press turned vertically. Yep, we talked about that. A log splitter, log and that splitter. was his press. Yeah. And he was crushing it. Nice. And, uh, press. and I used to send him some bullshit questions, you know what I mean? Like, looking back now, I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> like, I'd laugh if somebody sent me those questions now that I sent. But he was always nice to me. He answered them, you know what I mean? He I got to meet him up there in Atlanta, and again, down to earth, good dude. And that's uh, Tyler Hackbarth from Wolf River Forge. Yep. He's going to be on here with us eventually. He's got to get caught up on some stuff. Now, he is a two-time Forged and Fire winner. Damn. He did the... Uh, Was that the military guy? Yep. 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 So, he won his branch. Yep. Tyler, I think it was Army. If I'm wrong, brother, I apologize. Almost positive I it was the Army. Same thing, because I'm gonna say this: this might sound bad. Oh yeah, but I've only watched like six episodes total of all the Forge and Fire, right? And that's one of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost positive he was Army. Okay, I, I want to say yes, but I could be wrong. I know it wasn't Air Force because he's got a beard. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he won his episode, then he came back and won the Battle of the Branches, and he has got some drama happening right now. Yeah. And that boy is pissed off and mad about it. Oh, do you and want to discuss this or what? We'll let him do it. Okay. We'll let him do it. Okay. I think he would love to. And, uh, I mean, it's not a huge it's big deal for him. 
Yeah. But uh, it's something he's already got fixed, just gotcha. kind of something he didn't see coming. Yeah, oh, that happens. Some shop issues like going on. Kilt. Yeah. Can't see me coming. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're going to hopefully have him on pretty soon. That's a, He's just a damn good dude. But, well, it's been an hour. What you think? I think we should go. I think we should wrap it up or tell everybody to come back next time. It's up to you. I mean, you got anything else you want to bring up? Shit, I don't know. I want to bring up Phoenix again. Phoenix? Just because I looked Phoenix over here at my hat again. Phoenix Abrasives? Phoenix Abrasives. Man, I love those guys. Man, you talk about some good people. Good people. Met him at Blade Show. Yeah. Oh, Greg. He's a lot smarter than I thought he would be. <laughs> I like you, though, dude. You were good people, man. That, I actually met Greg. It's been probably three years ago. Well, hearing him on the phone, you know, he's he's kind of talking to you like this, and he's real soft. And I'm like, yeah. and in my head, I'm picturing this dude like, yeah. man. He still looks like a man. He just, like, remember that old jokes? Yeah. Yeah. So last night. Great dude. Night before last. I was out there messing around in the shop. And I had a Phoenix Abrasives belt, and I broke it. How'd you do that? Popped it. So what I was doing... You showed you know, the point into it, didn't you? No. Okay, now everybody knows I'm new to the 2 72 game. Mm-hmm. So now that I got kind of the go-ahead to go full blast and play with mine, yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I was I ground out a couple of EDC knives, and I was looking at some of them, and this one knife had a really cool shape. But I looked at it, I'm like, something's off. Yeah. So I pulled my Sharpie out of my pocket, and I drew some lines and wiped them off, and I, I couldn't get it right. Something in my head just kept telling me, this is really cool, but something ain't right. Yeah. So I was like, some bitch needs a fuller. <laughs> 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 so I took that I took that 36 grit belt Alright And uh on, on the platen I tipped the platen forward Cause I don't okay. have a small wheel attachment Yep But I got a platen And it's got two small wheels on it Yes it does So I tipped it forward And I put that two inch wheel Out towards me And I hogged me a fuller in there And it looked pretty dang good Until Until I put a new belt on it See this is what I think I did I had a belt on there, and I've only been playing with one belt, just one thirty-six grit, because I really wasn't cleared to use the grinder. Yeah, but I was kind of tinkering around. I didn't want to tear up all my belts, you know, just messing. So well, I was on the same thirty-six grit belt. For y'all that don't know, we're having issues with the new grinder. Go back to the old podcast, listen to it. Yeah, continue. So uh, I decided since I got to go ahead, I'm gonna play with this thing. Yeah, and then I made this fuller, and it came out real good, but it wasn't as perfect. Well, I felt like I wanted it to be. Yeah, because we're having issues with the grinder. Right. So I put a new 36-grit belt on there. All right. And I walked up to it and didn't even touch the the knife to the to the belt. I said, let me turn this thing down. Okay. I was wide open. I mean, I yeah. was turned to 11 <laughs> yeah, when I started. Yeah, joker. And so I put it on low speed. I was like, well, let me turn it down. Maybe I can have more control, you yeah. know. So I put the knife up to it and the the bl- belt just popped at the seam. Wow. It come loose. Before you even touched it. No, I touched it. Like barely touched it. Yeah. It made like one revolution and pop and popped. Wow. So the first thing that popped in my head was, okay, that belt is too heavy. You know, it's, it's too stiff to make that tight turn. Okay. I'm putting steel on steel because yeah. it's a metal wheel. I'm putting metal on metal with the belt in the middle. The seams cut at an angle. You okay. know what I mean? So in my head, I'm thinking, well, I just peeled that belt apart. Yeah. So we called Greg. So I called Greg. Greg did. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, this is what just happened. I just broke a belt. I had this belt on using this wheel. It popped at the seam. Is this normal? It, well, I said, should I not have done that? I think it's how I worded it. Okay. He's like, no, nah, you should be good. I was like, well, the belt broke. Exploded in my face. And <laughs> actually, it went backwards, thank God. Oh, Jesus, yes. And it, they pop. They, they fly. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. But it wasn't that bad because I had it on low speed. But uh, instead of telling me, like, yeah, don't do that, he was like, send me a picture of the wheel. Yeah. And so I texted him a picture of the wheel I was using, and I said, it's just a flat, platinum, you know, I love two the inch wheel. at Phoenix, man. So I texted him a picture, and then he called me back. He's like, dude, that's you should have been fine. Yeah. He's like, I owe you a belt. He oh, could have wow. easily just said, 
Hey, you're good. Don't, Don't do, do that, that, stupid. Yeah. Hey, dummy. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, I owe you a belt, man. It, it shouldn't have done that. I mean, he wanted to see exactly yep. what belt I was using and what application. And instead of just saying, well, sucks for you. Yeah. He's like, next, t- next time you order, you know, I owe you a belt. Here's I'm like, the, I don't even care, dude. I just wanted to make sure that if I did break it, I don't break another one. I don't do it again. Right. How many other businesses do you deal with? Like big businesses, big business. Yeah. Where you can text a guy. None. You can text him a picture. <laughs> yeah. You can call him randomly. Hey, bro. Yep. None. I'm dealing with a business right now, and it's like, here's our answering service. Please press one. Bro, I just spent $400 with you. I want to talk to somebody. No, no. Yep. At I Phoenix, hate that, dude. I hate it, dude. I'm so mad. Legit, I got four hundred dollars in the mail somewhere. Just it's floating around. They don't know where it's at. Mm. And uh, you can pick up a phone, call Greg. Great guy. Yep. Hey man, this is my issue. Well, just send me a picture, bro. Nobody, yeah. no other business. <laughs> I'm like, hey you. man, just send me a picture to my personal cell phone, and we'll figure this shit out. Yeah, no, love Phoenix, dude. Guys, if you go out there and you wear a belt out, and you just got no grit left, don't cut it. And send a picture to Greg and say it broke. If you do that, you're a douchebag. Yeah, don't be a bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. But if you have real life problems, you know they will take care of you. Do you know what integrity is? Right, exactly. Yeah. And Greg's smarter than you are. Yeah. He's going to know there's no grit left on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, all right, guys. So let's wrap this thing up. Be sure to check out the sponsor, Phoenix Abrasives. Hustle 10. Hustle 10 gets you 10%. Yes, sir. And that's... Don't go looking on Amazon and find one that says free shipping with Prime. Oh, my gosh. Because the belts are going to suck, and with 10%, you're getting about free shipping anyway. So get the best. Buy once, cry once. Damn right. But you're not going to cry because they're already good priced. Damn right. So, all right, guys, check them out. Check us out, and we will talk to you again next week. And until then, I'm going to find the right button for this music. J.K. Blades, Saber Outdoor Survival. Y'all check them out. Hustle and grind. Yep, there we go. Keep on hustling and keep on grinding. All right, y'all.